Welcome back, everybody. You know who it is. It's us. Welcome back to the most exciting, favorite, entertaining podcast to listen to, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to the Donald and Donald Podcast. Double D. Yeah, Bobble Shop Sports. Coming to you straight off script, Pablo. Giving you that brand new fresh look. You know what it's about. Things you already think you know about that's happening in the sports world today. We chopping it up barbershop style. Yeah, go ahead and pull your chair, man. Let's chop it up. Got a great show for you today. We got to talk about week 16 in the NFL. We got all kinds of storylines and things to watch for. Is that playoff picture getting clearer or more fuzzy, baby? Huh? We got to figure it all out. And then we got that... DDA, that dynamic duo award of the week, 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 week. <laughs> One of your most favorite segments of the show. Check this out. D, you know what happened is, and you know what it was. Now, Thursday night football is what kicks off the, those, the weeks in the NFL. Now, you, this is what you had. You had them Rams play them Saints. The Rams won 30-22. Talk to me. Um, Rams offense has just been rolling as of late. Uh, I want to say this is like third straight game, putting up 30-plus points. Um, Carson Wentz going to have to sit on that bench just a little bit longer, he ain't he? might as well have stayed on that couch. <laughs> but, I mean, at least he's getting a free check. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can't beat that. But um, it's just – I have more concerns about what's going on in uh, – with, with the Saints? With, yeah, with New Orleans. Man, um, Alvin Kamara had nine carries for 19 yards. That's That's – and that's watching the game. He doesn't look like the same guy who is he battling an injury, and they just ain't talking about it. To CMC in that in those first couple of years, I'm not sure. I haven't seen anything come out. I haven't heard anything about an Alvin Kamara injury at all. Um, I know Michael Thomas hasn't been playing. Uh, yeah, but he hurt every yeah, he's, year. Yeah, he's never playing. Yeah, um, he's he's always. Hurt, but that's bro. my thing too. Why bring in Jamal Williams if y'all aren't gonna give him no carries? Right. Is I don't understand what they're trying to do out there in New Orleans. Um, this is like their perfect opportunity to win that division. Yeah, and everybody's squandering it at the same at the right time, other than the Bucks. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are the only people trying to finish this thing out strong. Um, and it's crazy to think about because I I think they were in the best position to win. Y'all got the better vet quarterback. Uh, you know, Falcons dealing with Desmond Ritter. We had a rookie coming in. Bucks, they was dealing with the they didn't know what they was gonna have with Bacon Mayfield. Um offensively on paper, y'all are neck to neck with the Bucks, if not having a slight edge because of y'all running back position. Right. right. Um defensively, I think everybody's on the same playing field in this division defensively. Everybody has a couple guys, um, you know, a couple key guys on their defense. Uh, but as a whole, with everybody's defense is a little lackluster. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have the more continuity on that defense with having people who's been around Cameron Jordan, um, Marshawn Lattimore. Um, y'all, the Chauncey Gardner Johnson let go thing. I still don't understand. Uh, but that's been a couple of years. I still think about it every time I think about the Saints though, because it just didn't make any sense. But, and, and it wasn't that Derek Carr played bad. He was 27 for 40, 319 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. So it wasn't like he, he played bad, but it just wasn't enough to win. And then it's, you look at it, you know me, I always try to find the smaller things as to the reasons why. Mm-hmm. You look at their run game. Kyron Williams gave you 22 for 104. 
That's constantly moving the ball, letting the clock run, putting us into positions to 24 for 20. You know, 24 for 34, it showed he wasn't having to force a lot of things to keep drives going. He wasn't having to, uh, you know, go 20 yards to pick up the first down. It was a lot of just steady moving the ball down the field, strike at the right time. Um, in, in a close game like this, time of possession can win you a game. Oh, absolutely. It means everything, man. And apparently, like you said, with no run game, obviously, with 19 yards for nine carries for Kamara, it was no, you know what I mean, situation. Yeah, I really didn't give any pushback. One sack, three tackles for loss. Uh, quarterback only got hit three times. Like, they, they was playing comfortable. Mm-hmm. Rams was playing a, real comfortable in that game. And it, and, it def, and it definitely shows. Okay. Well, listen, that started it off and kicked it, right? Okay, we cool. Now, do do do, do the – um, but the New Orleans Saints are still in the hunt, right? Yeah. Always in the NFC South until oh, the last game the last is played, game. you know? Okay. Well, let's go to the next one. This slated, baby. This is a good one, man. About to pop right now. Listen, you taking – you got the 7-7 Steelers, and then you got the 8-6 Bengals. All right. We know how it is when it comes to Mike Tomlin and everything was going on. He fired his offensive coordinator. And, you know, he was like, you know, it, it's, it's some things going on that he don't like. Um, you know, Kenny Pickett, he took it. Okay, it was a situation about he did get hurt. Okay, that's his out. But also, his number one receiver, now he ain't happy. And the coach ain't happy with him not being happy or whatever with catching the ball. Okay. He needs, he needs somebody need to sit him down and talk to him like a little boy. <laughs> Cause what, Talk to him. what he out there doing is some little boy activity. <laughs> you is a grown man, our number one receiver, and you out here throwing hissy fits, don't want to block for the running back. The running back said, man, I'll risk my life trying to block for you. <laughs> you see what you did? You did this and look back and just... <laughs> Can't have that, man. On, it, was a, it was on the like four or five... One more block, he in the end zone. Right. No, he said, nah, I ain't want to block. I want to try and get hurt. Oh, my goodness. So, you apparently, right, apparently we're in the middle of a conundrum. But you got those Pittsburgh Steelers against them Bengals, man. I can already tell you, I, this has to be a must win for the Steelers. Because they're they, they about a half a game from watching it with us. Hey. Okay. And then you got the Bengals. Now, listen, Jake Browning, man. It's time to have a conversation. About it's time. Where he needs to go it, after this season. Right, Somebody exactly. Somebody needs to give him a legit chance. Because, yeah, he's not a Joe Burr. He's not. And we're not saying that he is. But, man, is he is he playing out of his mind or not? In the, in the chances he's gotten this season alone, I'm just comparing them this season, he's playing better than Joe Burr. It's not – drastically and but he's playing better than Joe Burrow in the what they've done, you know, the games that they got to play just this year alone. Jake Browning just came in and said, Yeah, I'm not a backup quarterback. I'm a legit quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm a quarterback. Take that first word out of it. It don't now cause cause when what when he was playing when he played Minnesota, y'all you, should you shouldn't have never traded me. Y'all should have never cut they didn't even y'all no, I mean, should cut me. You should have never cut me. <laughs> It's crazy. Wow. Mm, yeah, mm, and, and it came back to bite them, man. But um, I just think they're, they're you know, it's that getting going at the right time, man. Mm-hmm. And 
And I, I do like the offensive weapons they have out there. And I, like I said, I do think it makes it easier for Jake Brown to stay competitive. Um, I just think with these Steelers, I just think they, like you said, it's a must win. And with that defense out there, I do think they'll be able to find a way to get them this one. I'm just scared to give it to them because I don't know what the quarterback will look like on that offense. And y'all offense has been dreadful. Dreadful. Yeah. Right, right. Only yeah. thing I've seen worse is the Panthers offense. Mm-hmm. Now, you do take, you know, that this is a Jamar Chase type situation, everything with that separated, slightly separated, I don't know to what degree, shoulder. Yeah. And there's no receiver out there that can catch with that type of injury. All right. So that could help them in this instant yeah. and everything if that Steelers defense crank it up. But I'm still, you know, they still got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Drew Sample, Joe Mix. Like, it's, they're not a one trick pony. Right. They, they got some people who can make plays. Um, But I just think, the Steelers can do things like, you know me, I'm get up into his face. Right. Make him think, make him hesitate a little bit. Do it early. Hit him early and set the tone for the game. And that's what I think they can do out in Pittsburgh. Um, so I, I'm going on a limb. I'm going to get this one to Pittsburgh. I'm going to go 20 to 17. Okay. So, and, and, and like you said, with that, with that being said, that's going to keep him in the hunt. For now, it's going it's barely though. Yeah, barely. You know, you know, they 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 sucking air through a straw, but it's it's gonna keep them. It's gonna keep them in there. Barely though. Okay. All right. Well, that, well, that's cool then. Like you say, that uh, defense is gonna have to step up, big boy tall. That's that's the only reason I'm giving it to them is if they step up. And that's cool because you know we done discussed this before, and when it comes to and we we'll get to this later, when it comes to the Cleveland Browns, the defense has definitely won them some games They've this won year. Them some games. Just being their number one defense has made it – it's been able to get them through everything that's going on out there in Cleveland. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I said, defense, I don't believe it wins you championships, mm-hmm. but it definitely can get you there. Okay. I feel like championships, you got to score. Yeah. You got to put up some points, especially now in this league. You got to put up points. That 9-6 and those single-digit Super Bowl days are, are gone. gone. Okay, there will never you come think the back. The best teams that's getting there all are teams who can run it up on High-powered offenses, okay? And that's what the, the fans want to see anyway. But they've matched it with great defenses. Like it, the, yeah. We talk about the 49ers, the Eagles, the mm-hmm. Cowboys, mm-hmm. Um, that Ravens team. All them Chiefs now got them a defense that's rolling. Um, only team that don't really is the Dolphins, and they still got a, a formidable defense. Like and, they can, got, and they can simply outscore you. And that's the one team that can do it. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, how about this next one, man? Got some implications, and I don't know. It, it, it could be a, a supposed-to-win type situation. You got the eight and six Bills. This is hungry and in the hunt. The wounded Badger against – uh. Them Chargers. I, with no Justin, um, I will never They pick. got Easton Stick. I will never pick. the. Oh, I seen a quarterback rating. They had Easton Stick rated over Bryce Young. Really? Yes. Is it a fair or unfair? That's unfair. That's that's crazy unfair. But anyway. Okay. Yeah, I just, without Justin Herbert, um, and this Bills team is kind of starting to put it together at the end of this season. They they see that the window is closing to, to make that push for that last spot in the playoffs. Um, and I just they without Justin, that, I think that's the without Justin. I just don't think 
they'll be able to keep up mm-hmm. with Josh and Steph and them boys and James let them cook. Like, they're not going to be able to hold them down. Like, they're not going to be able to put up the points. Now, defensively, they might get a couple stops. You know, you got Khalil Mack who's having a great year. Uh, Derwin James, I love what he's able to do. It's just when you do get stops, will your offense be able to capitalize on it? That's where I don't see it happening. Right. I'm going to go um, Bills 24-10. Okay. And uh, so uh, before we move on, let's talk about this. Uh, 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 James Cook, man, we talked about what's he cooking. My goodness. Yeah, that boy fragged out. He don't went to the grocery store. Uh, has he not? Yeah. Okay. He was eating out for a little bit. Right. He done went and stocked up on some groceries. Woo-hoo, boy. I mean, wide open, man. You know, ever since he got bitched at one time because of that early fumble in that game, He's been turned all the way up. And that's what you like to see, just that holding yourself to a certain level of greatness. Just you expect better from yourself and not just expecting it. You went out there and you're doing better now. Somebody who saw what he was doing wrong, took accountability for it, corrected the problem, and ain't no looking back. Exactly. Okay, and one more question for you. Uh, uh, Madden cover, okay. Josh Allen, interception. Yeah, at least, at least one. At least one. Just to keep that streak going. Just to you know. Keep but I don't know if he had an interception last game. Keep everybody on their toes. It was like nine nine games in a row. I, I don't know if he had one last game or not, but just 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 one uh, uh, for the books. You know what I mean? He didn't have one last game. Right. I didn't think he, he did. He only threw the ball fifteen times. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Cool. Let's go to this next game and everything. It could have some implications. It could not. But I do have a question for you. We got the Washington Commanders, okay, and then we got the Jets. You be like, oh, okay. Well, what about it? Well, well, just hear me out for a second. Did 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 um Sam Howell last game? Did he get hurt or did he get benched? Because it was two it was two quarterbacks in there. It was two quarterbacks in there last game or whatever. And Eric B, you know what I'm talking about. So it could have been a situation where it could have got benched. I'm not 100 percent sure, but we we'll have to check that one real quick. And then you know I got to talk to you about them Jets. So like we said, man, okay, so uh, Jacoby Brissett, he, he he finished that game out, man. And, and so w- what we got? You know, Trouble in Paradise? Um, so Rivera came out and said they benched him uh, as a way to protect him. And I think that's just the – he was just trying to protect his quarterback's image because, yes, he's been taking a lot of sacks. He's been getting beat on all season. But he wasn't that game. He only took one sack in that game. Um, so I don't think that's what it is. It was just y'all were trying to get a spark out of Jacoby. And it did work. Y'all did put us a late run in that Rams game, um, try to pull it out. But uh, it'll be interesting to see, though, if they go back to Sam this week against the Jets. Uh, the Jets, we already know their quarterback situation. And Zach Wilson has, has been ruled out with that concussion protocol. Um, when did he get a concussion? Who knows? Last night. He bumped, he, he bumped his head. He bumped his head on the pillow. Listen, check this out, man. First of all, it's been said and talked about, so we got to talk about it. First of all, it's done went to, oh, all of a sudden, uh, with your boy Aaron Rodgers. We're going to put him back on the 53-man roster so he continues to play with the team and continue to do whatever he's doing and everything, right? So they out of playoff contention and everything. So he went for I'm ready to play again this season to all of a sudden, no, I think I'm about three or four weeks away. Then you just not told me that Zach Wilson and everything, he's out with concussion protocol. <laughs> Don't nobody know when that one came up and everything. They done went deep 
into this quarterback uh, uh, side of uh, of the, of uh, this team. All right, and man, this this circus has got to stop, man. Yeah, it's just unfortunate, man. There's a lot of stuff to even try to balance. Like you don't even want to have to. It's too much. Try to deal with all this commotion and and it's just a lot, man. Um, it's unfortunate for the Jets fans, really, because this was y'all's year, supposedly. So do Aaron Rodgers even come back? No, I've been saying that all year, especially with the way the season's been going. No, I'm it's talking never, about period. Oh, to the Jets? Yeah. Like, period. Like, yeah, not I mean, even next year either, man. Just, like, send him home, cut him, cut your losses, pay him all of that dead money, and just move on. Nah, I don't think it's that time yet. It, it, why not? Because he didn't even play. <laughs> yeah, man. He didn't play. But listen, if he, if he going to play like he has uh, basically, I say what, uh, uh, mentored this team this year, Oh, my goodness. I don't even want to see what it's going to look like next year. Uh, I, it's, like I said, it's a lot. I wouldn't say just let him go, though, because, like I said, he did put you guys in the best position to win. He just got hurt. You guys, and even look looking at it, if you replace Aaron Rodgers with a Zach Wilson or that Tim Dooley guy who they threw out there that one game, you know, just replace those quarterbacks with Aaron Rodgers healthy, you win a lot more of those games. You do win a lot more of those games. Um, we we already know the weapons around him, and we know that defense is serious. It's just y'all. That's the team that's. I'm not gonna say quarter away, quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl, but they're definitely a quarterback away from being in contenders conversation. Now you do have to see what it, the full product of it looks like, but they would definitely be in that conversation of you got to take them serious because we've seen it. That's the reason why he came here. We've seen that run that they went on at the end of last year, fighting for that playoff spot with the Zach Wilson as a full-time starter. So, I just think you got to be able... You, you want to see the full product. You do want to see the full product of what's going on with Aaron. So, you're saying see it through. You got to see it through. Mm. You got to see this thing through, man. Okay. I do have my reservations. Who you got winning this game, man? In, in Commanders or, or the Jets? Um, I'm going to go Commanders. Um, I'm going to give it to them 17 to 10. Okay, well that's cool then. That sounds about the uh the um scoring ratio of what the Jets gonna give you anyway. And the commanders can put it up. But like we say, let's not forget the fact that they did trade away their defense. Yeah, and he <coughs> he leads both teams in sacks this year. Exactly. He's <laughs> still the leader of your team and he leads a whole new team in sacks. It, it, it just don't make sense. Think about it. Okay, now you know what implications this next game got, man, that we got to talk about. You got the Lions at 10-4 against the Minnesota Vikings. We are talking about a division game. Now, we have already discussed and talked about this. The Lions have backed their way, backed their way into the playoffs on the big yellow school bus. <laughs> okay, but this is a game where Justin Jefferson hopefully will play. And mathematically, the Vikings are not yet out, right? Nope. Okay. What you got with these Lions and these Vikings? And is Josh Dobbs going to start? He's the third quarterback on the emergency list. <laughs> nah, didn't they just say they're going with Nick Mullins? Yeah, man. They say they're going to rock with Nick Mullins, man. So I guess we just going to have to find out. Right. But um, so everybody's playing. It looks like except for Chauncey Gardner Johnson on the Lions side. So it is just 
Lions should win this game. Well, we know about the Lions. <laughs> yes. I feel like they're going to give this Vikings team a chance to win this game. Right. And I think the Vikings are going to capitalize on it. They're going to cap out? Some way, somehow, I think they're going to capitalize on it. And I'm going to go Vikings winning 24-17. Okay, so let me ask you this. When you look at this game and everything and all the implications of it or whatever the situation is, you know, Josh Dobbs, man, however you want to put it, I think that he was given the highest level of disrespect at the simple fact that he came in and actually kept him in the playoff hope race. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then he has a couple of bad games. However you want to put it, all of a sudden, you didn't put me to number two, bro. You dropped me down to number three. Then you got Justin Jefferson and everything. His window was opening and closing on IR. Then he came back and everything, got popped in the chest. Now, then he took it, he come back. He said, okay, now I will play the next game. So now it's kind of like, man, they are definitely rolling the dice now. Yeah, this dude. game right here means a lot. Yeah, I got, they just throwing stuff at the wall, hoping it stick out there in Minnesota. That's that's they going to right now, and I I guess it worked for them with the Josh Dobbs situation. They just tried it, and it, but just the being so quick to ring the fire alarm is it, it's just showing. I don't know if it's not a belief in your quarterback room or not a belief in your coaching ability. If you can get these guys up to par too. Like we're seeing it with Jake Browning. We're seeing it with Joe Flacco. We're seeing it with guys who weren't, not even weren't playing. Like, I mean, literally weren't playing. Exactly. At home on the couch watching the game with us. Like, so the coach, you know. Then the the coach is is doing something. He's scheming it up. He's doing something. You're panicking as soon as you see, you know, waves coming. You see a little ripple in the ocean. You ready to jump off the boat? Like I don't get, I don't get it. It don't make sense. Um, the only reason I'm giving y'all this game, I, I do think the Vikings capitalize. I do think they win. There's nothing to do with y'all. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the Vikings. But what does they have to do with? The Lions just suck. <laughs> no, they, they don't. They just play down. You know those teams that play down, down in competition. competition. They're yeah. one of those teams. I got you. And like you say, man, and then if you if you have a coach and everything, does that skittish? And he takes and he sees a little a little bit of a, of a disarray, and he's just jumping all around, and now he's unsure of himself. I don't want that type of person coaching my team anyway. And he gave he was so hopeful at the beginning of the year when everything was going right. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about Kevin McConnell. He looks good as he looks good, and Every, everybody looks good when it's going perfect. Everybody got a plan till they get hit in the chin. Now either you take and you get knocked out, or you take and you shake it off and you come fighting it's back. Fight or flight. Right. Right now he can't even fly. Neither one of them. He, he dazed. Just, he just sitting still. He dizzy. He just taking the punches in the corner. He don't know. He just taking punches in the corner. <laughs> Next. <laughs> okay. Check this out. How about this game, man? This is a very intriguing game because you got them Browns at nine and five. Okay, nine and five. Then you got Houston, Texas, eight and six. Did they squeak one last week? They squeak one out. We know C.J. Stroud is in concussion protocol. You got you got the resurgence of Joe Flacco. He can throw three interceptions, and then his defense will win the game for him. Okay, <laughs> what you got, baby? Browns um, at the Texans. That 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 game last week against the Bears kind of showed what the Browns is. And what is that? Defense. 
You said it already. You got you caught the game already. You had said you said the Browns is gonna the defense is gonna win this game. You just like ain't got nothing to do with Flacco. It ain't got nothing to do with Flacco. And he all he tried his best to lose that game. Didn't he though? He three three best. picks. He tried his darndest to lose that game. Mm, and mm. and it showed because we talked about the Bears the week before about how they're playing Justin Fields is playing for his job. He's playing for his next Put spot. it on tape. So they they're they were rolling, you know. They were kind of hot. They were doing the things that to win games, and it came down to, hey boy, <laughs> hey. hey boy, hey. we almost got you, right? We almost got you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to scare for a little right. bit. Hey, <laughs> it was one of them, man. Exactly. But, um, it, it, it just shows that there were even. The quarterback can't even lose you the most of the games with a defense like the Browns. And that's just what I'm trying to say. They're a team that's as long as y'all don't go out there and turn over the ball every single time, we got a chance. Mm-hmm. We got a chance. Mm-hmm. Put something on the board, and I promise you we got a chance. Right. Um, and that's just all it is. Um, with C.J. Stroud being out, um, your best edge rusher and Will Anderson being out. Ain't number one and number two receivers. Out, I just don't see how you put it together. And we've already known about that offensive line. They have been playing well, but it's been a lot of revolving doors at that position for them. Um, I just don't think y'all have the firepower to keep up matchup. You know, um, and it's tough for the Texans because they were fighting for that playoff spot. Uh, everything just happened to go wrong at the wrong time. Right. Um. So I'm gonna give this one to the Browns. I'm gonna go. 20 to 13. 20 to 13, baby. Texas 13, Because they showed a lot of fight last game. Well, at least it would be uh, in enough, uh, interesting enough to watch the whole game. Yeah, I think Joe Flacco going to have another. He want to keep this other team in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, all right, so listen, on this next game, I don't know if I should go first or, or you should go first, but we got the 6 and 8 Green Bay Packers, baby. Green and yellow, green and yellow, green and yellow, green and yellow against the two win Panthers, first of all, before we even get into this game, the Panthers won their second game of the whole entire NFL season. Okay? It was ugly, nasty. Okay? I'm talking about literally it rained all day long, like 22 inches. At least that's what it felt like. And this game was wild. First, tell me about that game where the Panthers won against them Falcons, baby. We just went out there and did whatever we had to do. (laughs) We we was trying to win this game so bad. Right. (laughs) And I'm proud of them. I'm so happy for the fight that they they displayed. Um, It's a great game. Defensively, we already know where we are. Um, Offensively, I saw some flashes. I did see some good things from Bryce that game. Um, really, our defense stepped up. Head coach did a great job of managing the clock, not trying to do too much, just doing doing just enough to win us that game. And I, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy. And can I tell you something? So I'm, I'm watching this game and everything, and you know they kind of force fed it to us. You know, it depends on what you have. Uh, that's the only game we had to watch at that time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call it like it is. But um, uh, here's my thing. I was watching Bryce Young very closely, okay? And what I have noticed about Bryce Young over these 14 games, this last game, he threw the ball to where the receiver was supposed to be. 
and the receiver a lot of times wasn't there. That ain't Bryce Young's fault. I don't think it's never. I don't think it's been his fault this whole season. Right. And I and it's it's a lot to do with play up front. We talk about trenches all the time. They don't protect him. You see a lot of times as soon as he gets the ball and looks at that first option, that first read, he's having to react to somebody in his face. Oh, that's a lot of times and. You can't get comfortable and into a rhythm, and that's important for a rookie quarterback to feel comfortable and get that rhythm going. He hasn't gotten that chance all season. He's been ready for his life all season. Um, but and then that's the we're he's he's making the right reads. He's putting the ball in the right places. He's doing everything that he's supposed to be doing. When y'all separation isn't great, and then you aren't running the route to almost perfection. To where I mean, you're right there at that time. As soon as, because he's he's having to throw it to a spot. He's having to throw it to a spot where he thinks he's going to be because the corner's right on your tail. He can't give it to you know. He can't just put it on you because that allows the corner to make a play. Right. He has to put it out in front of you. You have to be running that right route. A lot of things is timing for him because he's not. You know, he understands he's not going to be able to sit back here and let that route develop. It's a, but one thing I will say, I'm so proud he hasn't lost his confidence. As he hasn't gotten shaken. He still plays confident football. Um, we just need help on that offense. We we definitely need help on that offense. That's all. That's what it boils down to. And this game kind of made me nervous too, man, because with everything that you said, and the reason why I'm bringing it up right now is because it actually presented itself uh, in this game. Uh, when, when the first time they was in, in scoring territory, it was a situation where they could have kicked the field goal and they didn't, and they went for it on fourth down and didn't get it. Okay, what in the world has happened to putting points on the board? Analytics. I, I don't care they about even it. Bring up, they even bring it up on the screen. I, I know, but the— 38, the, I seen y'all go for a 38% guarantee. Like, Why? That's failing. Right, and especially because if you look at it, and you know how when we look at these games— First of all, think about the conditions you playing in. Somebody said in Dallas the reason they lost that game last week was because it was raining and nasty and wet. Okay, so you in field goal range and you ain't going to put three up on the board? Because if you in field goal range, you do have pretty decent field goal. I mean, you have pretty decent uh, 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 position on the field. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So what I mean, what what's going? Why why is people shying away from that all of a sudden, man? You know because I think they're drinking too much of the Kool Aid. Yeah, you need to start really, kicking these field goals. That's again. really what it is. Just trying to and I don't with the trajectory of how offenses are putting up points now. The better offenses in the league who are putting up points now. I think they're more of we need to get touchdowns every time down. We need, we need touchdowns. We need touchdowns. We need touchdowns. No. No, absolutely not. You need to, you need to no. stay in the game. I ain't buying that one. You need to stay in the game. Yeah. Um, you do because think about it. If you get if you get four field goals, that's 12 points, which is two points from two touchdowns. And if the other people, other team can only generate 10 or 12 because it's just that type of day, you won on field goals. And we've seen people win on field goals this absolutely. year. Absolutely. It's been the field goal year. Yeah, we've seen people win on field goal year. Oh. All right. I got you. Well, that's cool. Let's get back to this then. We do got them Green Bay Packers playing them Carolina Panthers. You go first. Um, Packers are still in the hunt. They got so much to play for, but they hanging on a thread. Yeah, um, 
trying to take my bias out the game. Trying to okay. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you a second to, 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 to chop that up in I'm your mind. Try to look at it as neutral as possible. Right. Um. I'm just matchup wise. I think we match up pretty well against you guys. Mm-hmm. What we like to do and what you guys like to do kind of negates each other. You guys are lately. You guys have let Joy and Love go out there and rip it. I've been letting him go out there and just fire that thing around, spread it around, get these young guys involved, get it in their hands, let them make plays. What we like to do is hit y'all in y'all mouth. That's it. That's all. That's all we can do. <laughs> we like to hit y'all in y'all mouth. We like to speed up y'all thought process, speed up y'all reads, things like that. We got J.C. Horn back, Dante back, uh, Troy Hill's been playing great, Xavier Woods on that back end, Von Bell. Frankie Luger, we like our defense matches up against y'all pretty well, especially because y'all don't have that X factor guy. Y'all don't have that. We gotta make sure he don't do nothing to where it takes our. You know, you gotta shift your defense. You gotta. Where, what side is he at? Where he at? Where he lined up? Where you? You know, it changes how you call the game. Y'all don't really give. You know, y'all don't have that top guy. So we can match up. We can sit. We can send people. Derrick Brown is great this year. One of the best defense. Pro Bowl, that man, all pro. He's been playing wrecking ball defensive line football. He's in He's in every play. He's in your face. Jordan Love is going to have a tough day. I'm calling that now. But what scares me is can we take advantage on offense? Are we going to be able to move that ball? I don't I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um what do what I do say is with y'all getting rid of Rasul, with y'all Jair being out, this is our best opportunity for our receivers to have a game. This is our best opportunity for our receivers to have a game. Chuba, you're gonna have to set the tone for us though. You gotta get us into third and manageables. A lot. Like, I don't really want to have no thirds and fives at all. Like, nothing third and five or down. I want third and four, third, three, third. Two. That's the type of situations I want to be in. Um, Miles, you've been looking good these past two games. I know we've been rough on you. This ain't your game, man. <laughs> this ain't going to be your – it's not going to be your game. Right. You like to get outside and, and shake and bake. No, we need somebody to get downhill, put a shoulder in Rashawn Gary's chest a couple times, you know, just make it physical. Make them know like we not finna, we not running away from y'all. We not going back down. We we just and I hope having that confidence off the of last game is it going to carry over. It carries over. Um, Chris Table showed he can win a game. Just he schemed us to that. You know, he coached us to that win. It wasn't nobody jumped off the paper. Nobody did nothing. He he coached us to that win. Um, and I'm hoping he'll do the same thing this week. I'm going to go with my Panthers. I think our defense is going to win us another one. I'm going to go 16-14. Okay. Crazy school. Right. But it makes sense. So, let, let me tell you my thought process on this particular game and everything because you know how I feel about Green yeah, I know Bay. this is one we're going to have to harp on too hard. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So, when you look at this game, first of all, um, whenever the – Green Bay Packers allow over 23 points. We lose the game. And when you look at Bryce Young, you know, he's averaging less than 200 passing yards a game. Uh, so we don't have a run defense. 
but we okay on pass. And we do have some people back there that I think that can get it in there. I really, really do. As far as go, give give them a, a give give y'all some issues. You see, um, my whole thing about it is the the concerning part about me, man, is Matt Lafleur. I'm more concerned about Matt Lafleur than I am about anybody else that's on the on the on the field. Because all of a sudden, first of all, your record is too good to be saying that you're tanking, you're retooling, or do whatever you're doing. But at the same time, you're really taking, you're trying to put your handcuffs on Jordan Love because you're not, he's not losing the game. He didn't even, he hadn't had, man, he had some of his best uh, numbers and everything, and he's not turning the ball over. You know, at one point in time, he was throwing, you know, a couple interceptions at bad times. This ain't the way it's been. It's really been on the defensive side of the ball. And I've really been upset with the Ross Stewart Doug. I ain't over that yet with the Ross Stewart Douglas trade to the Buffalo Bills, okay? But, uh, with all that being said, man, and then you know it's 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 so much it's so much choppiness is going on as far as the running back uh, situation that we have. You take you, you get James Robinson, you let him go, you sign him back. Patrick Taylor, you got this AJ Dillon. Did he hurt? Then I did. Aaron Jones, he good, but then you don't use him that much, and then he's okay, but he's not good again and able to do it. Uh, but you still got that receiving core that's off the hizzy. And Jordan Love, you see, can get it to him. And I think when it looks to that and everything, and I'm not taking anything from the Panthers' uh, defense, but y'all good at giving up a good passing play. Y'all will hold them to about two and a half downs. And then y'all will, y'all will let about 20 yards go on that next one. And I think that's going to eat y'all up. But my thing is, this, looking at this, y'all don't have y'all's weapons. Y'all don't have y'all wide receiver room by committee this game. Yeah. Christian Watson's down. Mm-hmm. Um Christian Watson's down. Dontavian Wicks is down. Um, and Dontavian was big in that Bucks game. Mm-hmm. He was a big piece. And you know, that's what I'm losing two guys for y'all is detrimental. Y'all, somebody's gonna have to step up big who hasn't been playing. Okay. We still got we still got Jaden Reed. Romeo We Dobbs. still got Romeo Dobbs. Okay. And you did you say Bolt Melton was out? No, Melton. We we still got Bolt Melton. Okay. And um so and I think we still got uh we got a couple of tight ends in there, Luke Musgraves. We still got Kraft. Ben Sims came in and did some things. And then no, it's just go oh Musgraves out. Oh Musgraves out, okay. And then y'all and that's what I was talking about on defense too. Y'all don't have Campbell or Darnell Savage either. Yeah. So I'm looking at this game and I do like the the, the score that you said. I can understand that, but I just find I just think that with everything being said and done, we're gonna go back to our twenty average again. I just feel we're going to go to our 20 average, and it may be 20 points on the nose. And that's what I was hoping. That's what my point's coming from. Mm-hmm. We can't let y'all get there. Right. And so I think that Jordan Love and the, and the Green Bay offense is going to be able to give 20 points, and I'm going to keep you at that 16 for the Panthers. Uh, Green Bay wins. We're going to have to chop this one up. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's go to this next one that we got. This is very interesting because we got the Seattle Seahawks, okay? Gino, now, now, all right, so last game, Drew Locke, whatever, okay? <laughs> My goodness. He put that backpack on. Right. I was like, really? Okay, so we seen what happened. Don't know whether or not Geno Smith is going to play this game or not. And then you got the Will Levis-driven Titans and Derrick Henry. Talk to me. Um. So they don't know about – uh, Gino yet. He'll probably be a game-time decision. Um, Will Levis is questionable to play for the Titans. 
that's the only real major things I'm seeing from either team. Uh, oh, Jamal Adams and Kenneth Walker are still out. Oh, I oh Devin Weatherspoon has been upgraded to questionable. Um, this team just I do think the Seahawks are a better team, uh, but I also do believe Will Levis is a is a energy bringer to this organization. He still got D Hop out there. He got a he got a different fight to him. He got a different fight to him, and it kind of fits that Tennessee style of play, like that downhill. We don't run from you know we're not running around you. We running through you type type offense and type mentality out there. Um, I'm trying to without knowing if Geno is out there. Um, I don't think Drew Lock puts on another display of what he did last week. And it came down to a, a heck of a throw, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, what I'm seeing from these injuries, um, I'm going to go with the Titans this week um, just because, you know, big on time of possession. They still do have Derrick Henry who can control a game for you. Um, you got some playmakers out there with D-Hop. And that defense is it defense is okay. Right. It, it keeps them in games mm-hmm. a lot of times. Um, I'm gonna go Titans, seventeen Seahawks, ten. Okay, seventeen ten, Titans. Okay, well that's cool. Um, when when I when I think about this game and everything, uh, like you said, uh, uh, Will Levis is a little herky jerky. I don't I don't I don't think he's taking. He's too concerned about being benched. <laughs> you, you know, care. yeah, I don't think he care at all. And then, like you say, you do have D Hop. You know, don't count him out. And then, like you say, Derrick Henry is playing right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so listen, it could be a situation. He could be a runaway train. He could be on some highlight films. So that's going to be a very inter- interesting game as well. How about this next one? that's up, baby. We got the Indianapolis Colts at eight and six. All right, we get, we got that uh, Minshew mania. All right, and then we got the Falcons at. Uh, Six and eight. Yeah, six and eight. All right. So, what you think? They just lost to the Panthers. <laughs> exactly. So, what you think about the Colts and the Falcons? Um, trying to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm caught up on what's going on. So, Jonathan Taylor is off the injury report. Big, big thing. Uh, Michael Pittman has cleared concussion protocol. He's still dealing with a shoulder, though. Mm. And the Falcons look fine. They look like they're pretty much 100%. And who's going to be a QB for the Falcons? Desmond Ritter, I guess. Mm, okay. I'm, I'm, All right, yeah. They still got B. John Robinson and everything. And, you know, the, and, and, uh, and they, they could have won that game. Being realistic, they, they were supposed to win that game against the Panthers. But they didn't. He just he does things that makes you scratch your head. Right. That last play interception to Xavier Woods was just, what, did we, what were you doing there? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm had you, glad you did it. Yeah. But what were you doing? Yeah. Um, um. I'm gonna go coach. Uh, I'm gonna coach. I like what their defense can do. I like the Forrest Buckner, Quiddy Pay, out there. They got a couple young linebackers out there. Um, and then Minshew Mania. You know, I'm I'm a believer in him. Like, right. I think he can get some things done for him. And you know, Falcons just uh, they did it again to me. They they just they don't. They had some good players from. Don't get me wrong, Kyle Pitts, Bijan, Drake out there. But y'all just don't. I don't think they utilize them enough. Like. I think y'all could be doing way more with them guys, and y'all just don't. And that's clearly a coaching thing. Um, and it's hard for me to pick teams that I don't believe in their coaches. Y'all. Right. If y'all haven't picked up on that now, 
if I don't like your coach, I don't care who you got on. The, I don't care who you got on the field. I don't care who you could have a team full of Hall of Famers. Mm. If I don't like your coach, y'all ain't winning because mm. he's still the one calling the plays. If he choose to call sixteen screens a game, you gonna run sixteen screens a game. Right, but <laughs> that is go, true. I'm gonna go coach. Um, I'm gonna give it twenty four thirteen. All right, and with that being said, that's going to keep the Colts well alive uh, in as far as uh, playoff hopes and everything that's yeah, going right now, on. They're sitting in that last spot, right? So they they really kind of like really need need this game, you know, to keep that you know together. And then, like you said, when it comes to with the Falcons and everything, if they do use their tools, it's going to be an interesting game to watch. Yeah. Okay. It can, it can, that goal could flip. Right, absolutely. Okay, the next game that we got up, man, is we got your Jacksonville Jaguars, baby. Eight and six with the Clemson connection against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers not leading in their division in the NFC South right now? They are. All right, so they're division leaders now in the NFC South, okay? And then you got the Jaguars just trying to hang on to their hope of of, of taking and, you know, making some noise when it comes uh, to their playoff implications. So what you got with these Jaguars and the Bucks, baby? Talk to me. Um... I don't think Trevor Lawrence is playing this game. And with me not even knowing who their backup quarterback is out there, you kind of already know how this is going to go for me. Yeah. You kind of already know how this is going to go for me. Um, Yeah, they won't have... They won't have Trevor Lawrence. They won't have Zay Jones. They won't have Tyson Campbell. They won't have Andre Sisco. <laughs> Man, is, there, is their season over? Uh, It looks... Because in that division, you're all tied right now with the Colts. Right. So y'all could... You know, if they win, they could they win, y'all lose, y'all can drop all the way down to seventh. Mm-hmm. And now that puts y'all in the same place the Colts is in, fighting just to stay in this thing. Mm-hmm. And with Trevor Lawrence going, he's dealing with a concussion and an ankle that we, you know, that I already knew he was playing through that ankle. I told you that last week. I was like, he don't look right. Then, you know, you take away Zay Jones, you throw in a quarterback who ain't played all year. It's, it's, it's going to be rough. C.J. Bethart. I ain't heard that name in about four or five years. Is the backup quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, C.J. Bethard. Last time I seen him, he was he was doing this thing for the 49ers, but that was when they were trying to find a quarterback. <laughs> he was just he was the starter by default. But let me ask you something. This has been the year of the backup quarterback. Let's keep it real. Is Bethard gonna be the next? <laughs> you know what I mean. So you you call it like you want to call it, but what you got then? Jag, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tampa Bay NFC South leading Buccaneers. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm go Bucks. I'm still I'm gonna go Bucks with Baker Mayfield. With Baker Mayfield broadcast booth Baker Mayfield. Okay, okay. Baker, <laughs> I mean, you know you know how I feel about Baker. Yeah, but this these last this stretch of games that he's been playing. Um, he does have them playing a pretty decent brand of football. He get a ball to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and, and, and get out the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been doing his job. Don't don't turn it over. Do the small things right. That's really what he's been preaching. Every time he gets in front of a mic, anything like that, no room for the mistakes. Do the small things right. And it's, it's working. They're sitting at the four seed strictly because of division, you know, you looked up being in the NFC South. And he did, and I'm just going to put this out here one time. He had a 158.3 passer rating against my Green Bay Packers. 
for y'all that knows football, y'all know what that number means. And we're not going to say no more about that part. But anyway. Yeah, they, they're on a three-game win streak right now. Baker's playing great. Um, and I don't – with what Jacksonville's dealing with, I just don't think they're going to be – they're going to be the team to slow them down. Um, I'm going to go 28-17. Okay. And, and, and if that's going to happen then, man, they'll probably end up winning – uh, the NFC South, if they can, yeah. if they can keep it like they need to. All right, that's great. We're gonna keep an eye on that one. Now you know, <clears throat> oh my goodness. Uh, first of all, first of all, we got the Cowboys ten and four against the Dolphins ten and four. Uh, before we go any further, Jerry Jones say it was raining outside. It was a little wet. You know, the weather conditions wasn't perfect, so. The Cowboys wasn't really supposed to win that game anyway. You know, that's what Jerry Jones said about them. Okay, they got Molly Wap. I was going to say 31 to 10. They ain't got nothing to do with They no got rain, Molly Wap. And listen, and then that last touchdown, because they didn't score a touchdown until the end of the game. I don't even know why they didn't have the backup in at that time. You know what I'm saying? Save some face. Save some grace. No, they trying to had them stats. <laughs> yeah, I see. Okay. Then you got got that tour to a little heated. To a little heated. To a little he he's now John Morant say he keep receipts, but Tua say he do too. Okay, he said, oh, oh yeah, 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 whatever you guys say, man. You know, uh, Tyreek ain't on, I can't throw the more I can't do the I, whatever you guys say, man. Uh, whatever storyline you want to write, man. Okay. He don't got them Drake braids. Right. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? And and like I said, I don't already said this. I don't really care what the Dallas Cowboys do into the playoffs anyway. Okay? I just really don't. They're going to make it to the playoffs, and we're going to continue to report on them, but I'm waiting to the playoffs. I'm going to reserve all minds until then. <laughs> but how you feel about the Dallas Cowboys 10 and 4 against them Dolphins 10 and 4? First of all, is it a must win for either side, and how you feel about the whole matchup? Um. If I did say it was a must win, I'd say for the Cowboys. Uh, just the way y'all lost that last game to the Bills, supposed to be a contender. They just got off to that bad start, and they just bad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think it's more of a win for the must win for the Cowboys. Mm. Um, y'all are healthy. If the only excuses for y'all losing the game is because it was raining outside, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Especially not a game y'all lost like that. I don't want to hear that. No. Um, Cal, I mean, Dolphins, I'm not – I wouldn't call it a must win because at this point we know what we're going to get from them. We know what we're going to get. Even if Tyreek's not on the field, somebody's going to get behind y'all at least once on this team. You just chalk that up. That's just going to happen. Um uh, and with this one, I think that their offense will just outmatch the Cowboys. I think it'll just be too much for them to try to keep up with. I think Dak will try to force some things. Um, once they get, I do believe they'll get down, and Dak will try to force some things to try to put them back in the game or keep them in the game. Um, yeah, just try to fight too much back from that, that loss last week. Um, I'm going to go Dolphins 30, 33, Cowboys. 20. Okay. Now, when you say that, you got the Cowboys losing two mm-hmm. games in a row. Cool. All right. Now, when you think about this, all right, 
First of all, Michael Parsons, one of the best players in the game, ain't taking nothing away from that man. But all of a sudden, man, he talking about the fact of people wanting to see the Cowboys lose or however he want to take and present it, starting to make his stomach hurt. First of all, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play the game of football. And you are on America's team. I don't want no excuses, bro. I don't want no excuses, man. I don't even know what that got to do with anything. Yeah, it's like, it's, oh, just, hey, y'all just want to see the Cowboys. Hey, so? prove us wrong. So? Show something. That's, so? It's, it's Lakers. Got people that it, people just want to see them win. Yeah. You see, I mean, you just want to see them lose. They hated that we, we put up a flag for the end season tournament trophy. <laughs> Celtics. People hate the Celtics for no reason. Warriors, when they was the Warriors, I hated them boys. Right. For no reason. Uh, Panthers, 2-12, they, they still just hope we lose. <laughs> and y'all are the Cowboys. Y'all is up there with the Lakers, Knicks, Yankees, uh, any, t- Reds, any team that y'all name with status and, and it comes with big fan group, big fan base, a <laughs> lot of money, a lot of history. It also comes with people who are mad because they don't have that history. They don't have that. Don't it comes with it? It comes with it just as much as y'all get the the good promotion, the good highlight, the good. Y'all always in the media. Y'all gonna get the bad. Y'all gonna hear it because the fan base is matched by the hating group. It, 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 we got as much haters over here as you do in your fan base, so it washes out. Exactly. Now, with that being said. Okay, so you do know they got a pretty tough, uh, in, you know, schedule at the ends. Now, you, it's a couple games that went on on, on uh, uh, losing streaks. Uh, let's just touch on it quite slightly. Number one, you took and you had the 49ers on the three-game skid, uh, you know, but they seem to have pulled that back together. Then we got the, the Eagles, and we'll talk about them in a second. This on a three-game skid, and it's a commitment issue there. And that's what uh, that could be said of uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, now, now the, the, the Cowboys could end this this little uh, route with a three-game skid as well. It is not far-fetched. So, what you think, man? You know what I mean? You So, I'm looking at it. Um, I just, you know, them last two, Lions record is good. Yeah. They not. <laughs> and then you end with the Commanders. So we should be a dub. Yeah, we should. I can see it going two losses because I, I picked the Dolphins this week. I don't see them losing to the Lions and Commanders to end the season off. All right. Well, you know, I had to talk about it. Okay. How about this game right here? We chicken. We have the Arizona Cardinals. You know, Kyler Murray and everything. You know, he 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 uh, playing to stay in it, uh, running around, uh, uh, making passes and stuff happen with his legs as well. Uh, and then you got uh, uh, Justin Fields that I don't know if Mooney dropped that ball, kicked that ball, or just really didn't want to catch it. <laughs> I don't think he believed. I don't think he understood. Like, you know, it was one of those, like, oh, is this really? Exactly. This really right here. Is this what just happened? But how about this, man? What you got? Who you got winning this game, man? And are they going to continue to go with, with Justin Fields because all of a sudden he's a number one again? This Badgett, my, ain't nobody really talked about Badgett the last two or three games. This my thing, man. I've been rolling with the Bears these last couple shows, man. Yeah. I just like what they're doing at, at the time. I like what they're doing. Like, Justin Fields is playing lights out. Right. Uh, DJ Moore, he's always going. I'm always be a fan of him. I'm always rooting him on. We talked about Montez Sweat earlier. He came 
couple weeks ago already leading the team in sacks. Uh, I love Brisker on that back end. I love Gordon. I love this, the young talent around this team. Um, and Justin, like I said, Justin Fields was the early problem. He was. He got it better. They won a couple games. Now the conversation needs to be had. I honestly do think it's a conversation that needs to be had. Do you change your quarterback? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you actually go into this draft and change your quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I like what you just said. I don't know what uh, 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 switch flipped, but it has. It's, it's something. And you must pay attention and to something's it. something's clicking. And then you got to think you got your number one receiver coming out saying, I don't think none of them coming out next year is better than Justin Fields. And he's with him every day. He's in practice with him every day. He's the guy getting thrown the ball in the games. He's seeing something. You know, there's a there's a merit to what he's saying. Right. Um. Do you do? Do you go replace a quarterback? Have to figure out a place to send him, or do you go take those two, probably number one and top, another top ten draft pick that you got, and build that team up some more? Get him a Marvin Harrison Jr. on the other side of DJ Moore and whatever best defensive player is available at that time. Do is I think it's a legit time to have that conversation if I'm in that front office for the Bears. Absolutely. Yep. Um, They're going to have to do something, It's, it's going to be big. for That move might be the biggest domino to fall. Because Justin Fields is playing angry. It's going to be. And like I said, a lot of people, I see um, dream destinations for somebody put out dream destinations. for Number one was that Atlanta Falcons job. Mm-hmm. I think that makes the most sense for if he was to move on, if they were going <laughs> to send him away. It makes the most sense. Y'all get on y'all's end, y'all could probably get a... a some, you know, one of the less, they're not giving up Cal Pitts, Drake Lund, they're not giving up nobody like that. You can get a Tyson Algier. You might be able to get a um, Cardell Patterson on a, on a deal with uh, Jeff Okuda. So, you can get something on top of draft capital, which they were, they're going to have a good pick. Do that, send them there. I'm I'm starting to lean towards more keeping them there. Mm. This is a very interesting turn of events. I'm starting to lean more towards keeping them. Um, give him a full year of, this is your team, no matter what. Your team. We're not going to bench you. We're not going to give him a whole year of that confidence behind him. Um, with that, building out the team a little more. Full year with DJ Moore. Full year with Mooney. Um, you know, just a full Marvin Harrison, who's going to come in. And I, I, I feel comfortable saying he's going to be a dynamic force from the gate. He's going to have good games from the gate, from the jump. I, I'm leaning more towards that. Okay. All right. I got you. So, who you got in this Bears-Cards game? I'm going to go Bears. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Bears again, just because of the, the role they're on. And I do like the weapons Justin Fields has versus what Kyler Murray's working with. Um, I'm going to go Bears 17, Cardinals 7. Wow. Okay. Cool. Now you have the Denver Broncos at seven and seven, and then you got the New England Patriots. We don't really care what their record is. All right. Um. When it, when when you think about the Denver Broncos, okay. Now, what was that little scuff up? That little dust up on the sideline between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson? I don't even know what had happened. I I think they punted or something, and then he was mad. Mm-hmm. He was angry. But I don't. You don't do that to your your franchise quarterback on the on the sideline. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody watching, including the other players, man. 
And it's your team. I think that's the most important. Your your, your team watching. Yeah. And he, at a time where yeah y'all, I think they lost that last game. But at a time where y'all were playing great football, turned around y'all season completely. He's the main reason for that. It wasn't you, Sean. <laughs> you still calling the same plays with the same personnel. Right. He he put it together. He's clicking now with his guys. And you're going to berate him on the. Like, you just don't do that. I ain't never seen you do that to Drew Brees. Uh uh. Nope. And I done seen Drew Brees play some stinkers. Mm hmm. Yeah. I ain't never seen you act like that with Drew Brees. Don't do that to Russell Wilson. And he's such a nice guy. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, so it's like, I guess when you look at that situation and everything. Do you feel like it's going to be a situation they're going to be able to pull it all back together? Because, hey, Sean Payton said their relationship is great. <laughs> we'll go with it. We'll go with it, Sean. In front of cameras. We'll, we'll go with it. We'll, don't worry. We'll go with that. Uh, uh, so, and like I said, against the Patriots, they should get it back on track, right? Uh, just for to say, this is the perfect game for y'all to get it back on track. Right, okay. Because the Patriots is completely derailed. <laughs> Yes. That that's an abandoned train station mm-hmm. out there in Boston. Yeah. But I <laughs> I'm gonna give it to um Wow 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 I think Russell Wilson and he gets these guys back on back on the right track. Um I think they win this one twenty four ten. Cool. I love it. All right. So when you look at this next game and everything, right? Now, th- th- this this is a very important game, man, and it's still a lot of fight that's left in those Raiders. It's it's just it's just fight left as long as you take and you got Devontae Adams on your team and uh uh Antonio Pierce with the dog and me. All right, but they're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, which until somebody can prove it wrong or different, are the reigning Super Bowl champions. That's just all it is to it. I don't care what they say, what Travis Kelsey is on the field. Patrick Mahomes and who he throwing it to, who catching, and what's happening on the defense. They still the reigning Super Bowl champions, and you're going to have to respect that until somebody beat them. And I think they play bully this week and remind people that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Chiefs, Raiders. I'm going straight Chiefs, 35. I'll give Raiders 13. All right. I think they're going to come out. And then they watch them put up 60 on the uh, Chargers. I feel like Chiefs going to come out like, nah, we ain't them. <laughs> I love it. Keep your eye on it. Watch it. All right, how about this one right here, man? We're taking, we got the Eagles, and then we got the Giants. Before we even get into what you think that score going to look like, right? Jalen Hurts, uh, and the way he felt about the situation is, the commitment ain't there. I don't know if it's on defense, because to me, to me, what I see when I watch the game, yeah. is the defense is not committing. Because this man going to take a, a separate plane from the team, fly across the country to lose? He was from doubtful to questionable to maybe to could have been. He showed up. Defense didn't, bro. Call it. Hey, you got to call a duck a duck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, first of all, how you feel about his statements of the commitment ain't there? That's, that's three in a row for them boys. Three in a row. And I don't, and, and and I'm glad that you said that because we had, we we kind of touched on it earlier. San Francisco did three in a row as well. Now, so you can't you you're not going to allow the the Eagles to do it either. It's the 
because I want to make sure I'm saying the right thing. Because what the reason why I, I let the Eagles, I mean, I let the 49ers slide was because of the teams they had played at the time they played them. We talked about this. They, they caught them hot. You said they, they got, they got Browns, them hot. They was playing that Browns number one defense. They was playing that Bengals team right before they lost Joe. In the Vikings. In the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Before they lost Kirk. Okay. Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks. First two, no problem. Right. Seahawks against Drew Locke. No excuse. No excuse. I don't care if they I don't I don't care if you you just got off the plane and you had to put your pads on running into the stadium. No excuse. Y'all are better than them. Y'all are better than them and y'all are better than that. Um Jalen, I'm not I'm not gonna comment on another man's commitment to his 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 field, what he's doing. Especially if it's not something I'm doing. Um, but what I will say, things like that coming, you saying things like that as a leader, you're the quarterback of the team. You're the leader. You're the captain. You're you're the head person. You're the head at that table. When they think of Eagles, they think Jalen Hurts. Saying that is not going to make them commit. It's not going to make them want to play harder for you. That's something you have, and I'm things like that don't leave the locker room. Have a players only meeting if that's what you want to do. Have a p- meeting with that guy if you're if it's somebody specific. If it's a group, a, a position group interest, have that. Do that. Coming out and telling us ain't gonna do nothing, other than like, give us something more to talk about. They talk about y'all anyway. You doing that stupid falling down drill the last week? What? Like that's what we're saying. It's a it's a bigger thing than it's a whole. It's on both sides. Because y'all only mustered up 17 against a banged-up Seahawks defense. So don't just – if y'all scored one more time, what? Or stop them one yard or, out. You know, or it goes either way. If they got one more stop, we would have won. If y'all scored one more time, we would have won. But if y'all – you know, if y'all would have prolonged the drive, you know, didn't punt that one time and give them – turn up anything, anything. It goes both ways. So I'm just – don't. And it's just bad because you're the quarterback. You don't do that. Same thing we were just saying. Head coach, you don't do that to your quarterback. Same quarterback, you don't do it to anybody on your team. You need them to be ready to fight for you at all costs. And any small thing can change that whole dynamic. That's just Yeah. And that's interesting you say that because uh, you know, when they lost that game against the Dallas Cowboys and everything, Jalen Hurts was out there trying to make some stuff happen and he knew the game was over. And I think that uh, with – but you came right back behind that and everything, and then you had this game here or whatever. And we, let's chalk it up to what they said was the flu game for Jalen Hurts and, and the, the the things that he went through to get there and what he did. Um, I think that he may feel that the, the, the defense side of the ball or whoever else he needs to say didn't do it, uh, didn't give the same effort. And I'm thinking that's why he said it. And like you say, but I understand why you say he probably shouldn't have said it. So they're not gonna. I now that you say that, it's probably an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. It was probably a running too hot, reacting too quick to the fact that I did just go through. I put my body through a lot to get here. I put my body and my mind through a lot to even show up for you guys. And the three point loss can make you feel like somebody let me down. But look in the mirror too, Jalen. You threw two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Yep. In a three-point game. Mm-hmm. That's putting your defense back on the field two more unnecessary times. 
Yep, you're right. So, are they going to figure this out, man? Because I'm going to tell you something. All right. You know, and I'm, I'm definitely not comparing. Um, I just put it to you like this. Uh, uh, Tommy DeVito has had some pretty interesting games, and he's he's won this year. Mm-hmm. So, do you think he comes out with another smoker, or do you think the Eagles get it right? I think the Eagles get this one right. I think they do. Um, and it's and I did say the commitment can go wrong, but it also can go it can go the right way. If you just have the people who react to it the right way. Right. Um, the good thing that'll save them on that defense, they do have some young guys, but Jordan Davis is ahead of his time. He don't talk. He don't care about what they talk about. He don't. He just gonna go out there and play. Jalen Carter's just mean anyway. He, yeah, yeah. He's just mean anyway. But outside of that, it's a lot of vets. It's a lot of people who, Jalen, we've been here before. I know you got us there last year. We, we got there before. We believe in you still. But don't don't forget who we is. Um, so I think that uh, in that aspect it won't affect them, but it might wake them up a little bit. It might be like, all right, this little dude mad. We done made our quarter. You know, we done made him mad. Let, let's go out there and remind him like we got his back. Um, and it, like we said, I said that about the uh, who did we just talk about playing the Patriots? The uh, Broncos. We said that about the Broncos. Perfect week for y'all to get it back on track. Playing the Giants. Um, so with that being said, I'm gonna go Eagles, uh, and I don't even think it would be close. Just off of the strength of what's been going on, um, and I do think they that Philly attitude. You know, they they got that of just fight, just fight. Um, so I'm gonna go Eagles. I'm gonna go twenty eight seven. Okay. Um, uh, listen. Um, I would like to take and just uh, uh speak on just a couple more things before we move on to the to the last game, which is a very big big game. Uh, when it comes to that Monday night football game. Um, I was concerned about a situation, and we had talked it and we chopped it up, about the Eagles being too good too fast. I mean, they started off red hot, man. You know what I mean? And this is their their slide right here. This is their three-game slid, okay? Uh, I'm not going to think too much into it, uh, but I definitely would rather lose these games now than in the playoffs. And and this came kind of later because when you looked at the 49ers, there was five game in, get a three game skid, and then what? The Philadelphia Eagles was like nine? Yeah. And then now they're on a three game skid. So one of them was kind of happening a little early, one of them kind of happened a little late, okay? And then we can't not talk about the Dallas Cowboys. And they it, might hit one. You, you see what I mean? And and I guess I want to say all this right before we get to that final game that everybody needs to watch is where do you see this NFC? Where you how you see this thing shaking out, bro? Um, like who gets home field advantage? This is what I'm. I think it's the Eagles to lose. Okay, because they do have a. Oh, they oh, have the oh, way the more e- favorable. They, they have the easiest schedule it's left. Way more favorable in, right. in that concern. Yeah. Um. So I think it's there's because they did split. Cowboys and Eagles split, I believe. They did. So one and one. It's just gonna come down to who can get that last couple wins. Because honestly, I think it goes two and one. Eagles end up three and zero oh in this last little stretch of games, mm-hmm. and they'll barely. Beat them out for, but I still think the 49ers will end up with that number one overall mm-hmm. by overall type 
deal. But mm-hmm. I think the division will be the Eagles. Okay. All right. And that's very interesting. Now, this is the game that everybody's going to be ready to watch. Okay. Because this right here could be very well a Super Bowl preview. And there's no stretch from that's exactly how it could be. We're talking about them 11-3. and three, Lamar Jackson-led Baltimore Ravens against number Mr. 178. Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, 49ers at 11 and 3. Man, you got to tell me about this showdown, baby. What we need to expect? Ravens and 49ers? These is two number one teams in their respective conferences, man. This is proverbially right now, just going up where we're standing. This is what looks like the Super Bowl matchup right now. Mm -hmm. It looks like these two teams can end up there. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for this game. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be one of those bloodbath type, just exciting, uh, high high speed type games. You look at both of these offenses. We already know, um, San Francisco like a foreign uh, Lamborghini out there. Mm-hmm. I compare the Ravens to just a straight American muscle, nineteen seventy eight. Dodge Challenger, like we, yeah, we 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 get up there too now. Mm-hmm. Y'all just do it a little fancier than us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, baby. That's, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking of with this game. It's just old school American muscle versus that that the, the European cars, <laughs> right? Yes, <laughs> you know. So um, <laughs> we get up there drinking tea. You know, <laughs> I, I got coffee. <laughs> I might have a Red Bull in this. <laughs> Yeah, we we like we we top of the line too now. Mm-hmm. Y'all just a little bit more expensive, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, and that's what I think it's gonna be a close game. Um, at this point in time, I will give the edge to the 49ers just because I think their defense is just a little bit better. Um, I know the Ravens lost their uh, running back one last week and Keaton Mitchell. Um, I still like Gus, but it's just going to be a different feel out there. Uh, I'm, it's hard because I – Oh, yeah, this has got to be the most difficult game to say who's going to come out on top of this one, man. Because I'm thinking about it, and I just – what Lamar can give you. Mm-hmm. What Lamar can give you is, is – and I think he's he's hungry this year. It's just something different about Lamar this year. Um, he he finally has that wide receiver group, and I feel like that's giving him the confidence to like. I already knew I could take over a game. Now I got guys I can go out there and depend on. Even Isaiah Likely, when Mark Andrews went down, he came on, stepped up immediately. Like they you got Odell really, Beckham Jr. You got Zay Flowers. That, that's their team, man. Um, I I just got to go Forty ers because of that defense. Um, I'm gonna go Forty ers twenty seven, Ravens twenty four. Okay, and this is going to be a barn burner of a game. Um, when, when, when you think about it and everything, so you, you like really feel like it's a situation because they're going to have to spy Lamar. Mm-hmm. They don't have no choice. The 49ers are going to have to. And, and Fred, what, what, Fred, Fred is probably going to be the one doing it. Yeah, and, uh, and that, that's perfect because of his side-to-side mobility. Right. Okay, and, and, and that's cool. you know. But like you said, Lamar can do it with his arm, and he can do it with his feet. Um, and then um, – I guess, you know, we kind of had this conversation and you kind of have to think about it. You know, do <laughs> do Brock Purdy manage this game or change this game? This is a game you want him to manage. Mm-hmm. This is not a game where you want him to go out there and try to force his will onto it or 
try to have his fingerprints all over the game. And that's the thing with Brock Purdy too. Your your game managing looks a lot different than a lot of others. Because we're not saying you you don't make certain throws. We're not telling you that. We're telling you don't try to take over the game. Mm-hmm. Simplify it. Mm-hmm. Just play simple. You take advantage of the weapons you have. That's what I'm not calling you a game manager in the sense of what Cam was saying about those other guys. I'm calling you a game manager in the sense of that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do with the weapons you have on this team and that defense's ability to to get stops. All you have to do is not lose the game. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by just manage it. You go out there and make a I want you to have a 70-yard bomb to somebody. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're not capable of doing those things. What I'm saying is if it's not if it's not ideal or if you don't have to do it, if it's not the perfect situation for that 70-yard bomb, don't take it because you can dump it off underneath to Christian McCaffrey, and he might go for 70. Exactly. Okay, and, 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 and before we take and wrap this thing up real nicely, what do – Lamar Jackson have to do because you do have the 49ers winning this game, okay? 27-24, great game. Uh, and we'll see how it plays out. But what do uh, Lamar Jackson have to do uh, to come out on top? Lamar Lamar needs to just be Lamar. It's not going to be him. It's going to be how many times can this defense get off the field, whether it's a turnover or whether it's forcing them to punt. It's not going to be – even giving up field goals is, is, is not ideal. You want to get off the field. You want to get off the field via turnovers and points. And that makes a lot of sense because I've watched some Ravens games this year, and it to me, quite simply, it wasn't Lamar Jackson. His defense let him down. Because he, he can only do so much. If if he goes out there and keeps scoring, but they get the ball last and y'all give up another touchdown, you know it is. He needs complimenting. Y'all got to compliment him. He's going to put y'all in the position. Y'all get him that one chance to take that lead and, and, you know, take that lead. If they do get up early, whatever the case is, they take that lead. Y'all give him a chance to build on that. That's what – give him a chance to build on that lead or build – y'all tied up. Cool. Go out there get a stop. That's what it. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be one drive where the Ravens really – gonna have to need they're gonna need a stop and it can change the whole game absolutely i love it you heard it here people you know what we do we done chopped it up for you them must see games we're gonna see how they play out and once they play out we're gonna talk it out and then maybe we can nah uh you thought i was gonna say it but i didn't because <laughs> this is the double d podcast baby hey we want to thank everyone for listening today Please join us again on the next Donald and Donald podcast. Yeah, baby, we're coming to you straight off script. Hey, Paul, Barbershop Sports. Please, please remember to drink your water. And don't forget to stretch. Don't stretch the wind, man. Just know it's coming. Absolutely. Listen, we signing off now, okay? See y'all next episode. Don't miss this. Let's get it. Ha <laughs> ha. Double dick.